You're listening to a North Valley Community Church podcast. For more information and resources, visit us online at northvalleychurch.org. Amen, amen, amen. Man, I love our church. It's really fun to be a part of what God's doing here at North Valley. Lord, thank you for Dakota. Thank you for the life change that he's experienced through the power of Christ and the presence of God's people. We thank you that many more like Dakota would come forward in the days ahead. Might you use our church to be an agent of grace that brings about change and healing and hope for all the people, Lord, that are in this area. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning what I want to do is I want to just help you understand some of the changes that are going on in the life of the church and also in the community. And anytime when there's change, we need to to correctly uh, celebrate the past. It's... uh, uh, celebrating what God's done. And so tonight, uh, Pastor Jonathan and Meredith, we're having a large celebration. I want to invite you to come on out if you haven't already made plans to do that. It's kind of a potluck. We're going to have a fun uh, kind of a storyline video of kind of what God's done in the life of North Valley through Pastor Jonathan and Meredith. And, uh, and so we're excited about that. Um, but as well, as I, as I look back at just kind of what God's done in the near past, I think Easter was a huge highlight. And the church is about five and a half years old. We had about 1,000 people that were on campus, over 1,000 people that were on campus, 720 people in our services. And the church is just continuing to grow. So it's a good thing. You know, we've been on site for about a year uh, now. And so as on this campus, and it's been incredible. One of the things that God had laid on my heart back when we were preparing for the uh, the, the campaign, the strategic initiative to secure this property was that, that we would open up one of the very first key events that we would hold would be a, kind of like a Bible conference. And so we did that. We did that here in this building right here. We had three seminary presidents, some of the, in the top leading voices in evangelical uh, uh, seminaries uh, coming here, flying around from the country to be here to speak to 125 pastors and ministry leaders and then three other pastors. And I just want to share with you just a highlight video. Check this out. of the Bible is the story of how God shapes his people to fulfill his redemptive purpose for all peoples. You write that down and you begin to read the Bible that way. You will begin to understand and see this great big story your place in it and the world within which you live in a completely different way. If you are a Christian, can you embrace every perspective? Yes or no? No. If you are a Christian, can you embrace every practice? No. If you are a Christian, can you embrace all people? Yes. First Timothy 4.1, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and to teaching. Men and women, if you will just stand and read publicly the Scriptures that allow God to take what you read and take it at face value. 
and just let it be heard, the lion will get unleashed. I believe that we're at the beginning of a new era in our church, that we've moved out of the startup phase and we're moving into the build-up phase. And I am joyfully excited to say we've accomplished everything we set out to do in the first phase of ministry and more. Um, God's at work in our church. I believe that God wants this church to flourish and thrive far greater than I, even I do because he has a ferocious commitment to see that his name and fame would go and spread throughout all nations for his glory and for our good. And so I'm excited today to share with you that we must focus on the future and realizing as a church, North Valley Community Church established 2012. Today, God has set that church into motion to be established in this location for this generation. Last week I spoke to you about Generation Z and the importance that we need to focus and help build up and encourage that generation. And that generation is responding like the previous generations, more than the, the millennials, more than the Gen Xers, more than the baby boomers of, to faith in Christ. And so here we are as a church and I wanna propose to you that the best is yet to come, that we're only at the beginning and that every one of you will be needed in order for this church to become everything that God intends for it to become for the future. North Valley's vision, you must remember, to be a part of this church, you must hold vision. Vision is what unifies, vision is what clarifies. And when everybody has their own vision, that's called division. What you need is one unified vision to move forward. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. I believe that God's established this church to reach the North Valley for Christ. We are establishing a regional Christ-centered church that serves as a hospital to the hurting, a light to the community, and a training center for believers. That's never changed, and it won't change. Our vision primarily and most most importantly, is to reach the North Valley for Jesus Christ. There's 11,000 new uh, homes that will be built over the next 10 years. This is the buildup phase. This is the phase that we find ourselves in. The entire city is growing up around us in this area. This next 10 years, we must move forward with this vision to reach the North Valley for Jesus Christ. He is the head of the church. He loves his church, and he wants us to fulfill his great commission and great commandments. North Valley's purpose is this, is to gather people to worship Jesus, develop them to grow in Christ-centered maturity, help them discover their design for ministry, and to go into the world to show and share the love of Jesus Christ through his local church. This is crucial. We say, gather, grow, go. That's an area that every single one of you, men, women, and children can enter into that purpose statement and say, I can help fulfill that vision by helping gather people to worship Jesus on a Sunday morning, to help gather people to grow, to take that next step and grow part of a class or part of a, a, a neighborhood group. And I can help move myself forward and go into an area of ministry within the local church and move forward beyond that and go on to a missions team. The best is yet to come. We've already uh, sent missionaries out to Guatemala. We've sent missionaries out uh, 
to the Dominican Republic. Uh, this next summer, we're preparing for Jamaica. Amen. We're going to Jamaica. Uh, we're going to have a fun time, though. This, this, uh, this, this service today, I want to uh, help you understand some of the five areas for vision alignment. The first is this, is that we, are ha- we have a new ministry and administrative support staff. So I want to invite those guys down, and we're going to um, introduce them to you. And I'm going to ask for you as a church to pray for them, to encourage them, to come around them and champion them as our frontline ministry leaders in light of uh, Pastor Jonathan and Meredith transitioning to Texas. Uh, Jonathan's going to go on at Dallas Seminary and get his PhD training. Meredith's going to take over the school system down there, become the principal uh, probably uh, at Mesquite or, or, or Rockwall, I guess it is. So, uh, but today what we're going to do is just introduce to you some of these key ministry staff and support staff. Well, I want to introduce Teresa Waninta. She's going to be taking over the elementary coordinator, which is going to be kindergarten to fifth grade. (laughs) And Teresa came to us in the spring of 2016 when we were at Harkins Movie Theater, and she jumped right in with our toddler class. She was like, "I, I think you need some help. And just from that moment on, she just jumped right in, loading carts, helping hold kids, bouncing kids, where people are like, is this your kid? And you're like, no, I'm just, I'm just bouncing, you know? <laughs> but she's jumped in, served so well, and I've gotten to know her personality, her character, her integrity, and I affirm that this is the right person to take on the children's ministry in the next season of North Valley. Yes. And this is, yes. <laughs> And this is Crystal McGriff. Crystal is going to take over the early childhood, which is birth to five years old, the preschool classes. And I've known Crystal since the summer of 2013. And Crystal, I mean, immediately I got to know her personality and to see her also her servant heart and her her leadership with the kids. And it was very clear from the very beginning that Crystal is a master teacher. She just has the skills and the abilities just to teach kids so well. And I even shared that she, I feel like the kids walk away knowing Jesus and they didn't realize they did. Like she just comes in and has the creativity and the skills to just really love on our kids. And I think she's, I also affirm that Crystal is the right person for this age group um, to just take them to the next level. That's neat. Well, guys, let me introduce to you Brian Carr. So Brian and his wife, Alita, um, have been a part of North Valley since uh, early last fall. And over the almost year or nine months that I've gotten to know Brian, it's, it's been fun to see a young man who's excited about church, um, excited about the vision of North Valley. And um, as they have come in, they gel well with North Valley. And so Brian's going to serve as on the administrative support team. And uh, so you guys are going to see emails from him. You're going to see, get phone calls from him. So um, there's a lot that happens Monday through Friday to help a church run. And uh, so we need a doer. We need somebody to get in behind the scenes and help move communication along, help move organization along, um, help us ramp up for big days and whatnot. So you'll be hearing a lot from Brian. Um, one of the things I love about Brian, he, he's got both the kind of administrative, organizational skills, but he loves people. And he also brings a great energy into the staff team. So it's going to be a great office environment to have uh, Brian a part of that. And so he'll be, he'll be interacting a lot with you guys as well as interacting with the staff team. So it'll kind of be that go-between for us. So let's uh, welcome Brian. And then I want to introduce to you Pastor Craig. I don't, you probably don't know he was a pastor, but uh, I didn't either. 
Craig uh, jumped into our neighborhood group. Marathon, I've been leading a neighborhood group. And uh, it, was a, it was kind of one of those where you see the, which one of these is not like the other in our neighborhood group. And so uh, our group was primarily um, young families and Craig. And so you kind of, I thought I should get to know this guy. I'm kind of curious why he's finding a home here in our neighborhood group. Um, but Craig came in and what marked, what's marked him for me is his very unassuming um, entry into North Valley and into our neighborhood group. See, as I got to know Craig, he has decades of experience doing exactly what I've done. Um, so he's planted churches He's been a part of um, working with leadership teams to help them understand how to move a church from point A to point B, what it takes to get there. Um, but all of that knowledge, that wealth of knowledge and experience that Craig has, he never once came and said, hey, Jonathan, I know something, you should listen to me. And so that's what makes it even more fun and uh, to see Craig as a great fit here is he's a very humble man and he comes in with a lot of wealth of knowledge and experience, um, but he doesn't come in bringing that to the forefront. What he brings is, hey, I wanna get to know you, you guys, me. I wanna get to know you and I wanna love you for who you are and I wanna tell you how Jesus has impacted my life and I wanna hear how Jesus has impacted your life. So this is a man who loves Jesus and um, he has so much experience that uh, he's an amazing fit and is going to help fill the gap um, and help the staff team move forward. And so um, we're both Meredith and I are excited about these individuals that are coming alongside Ryan and Leslie and uh, will help help be a part of the staff team here at North Valley. Yeah, let's celebrate that. If you guys would come forward and I'm going to pray for you guys. Um, Lord, thank you for this team. Lord, we thank you for... Um, each and every individual, I, I could, we couldn't have put it together better. Uh, Lord, you are, were drawing uh, these men and women together um, for this time and for this transition. And so we give you thanks and we commission them in the name of Jesus that they would continue to do what you called uh, the early disciples to do, to go forth into areas of ministry and missions and make disciples. And so, Lord, we thank you for them. Pray for their protection, and as a church, Lord, might we all support them in prayer, encouragement, and, and service, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can be dis- grab a seat. Thanks, guys. Let's, well, let's thank them again. Well, this morning's a little bit different than normal, as I said before, but I want to walk through those five key areas of, of vision alignment. And, and the second one is this, is that we're going to be moving forward in this build-up phase and expanding ministries and mission teams, uh, ministry teams specifically. Um, in the area of uh, the first area of ministries that we're doing different uh, this year is that we're expanding our student ministries program. So um, Deer Valley Unified School District, there's 33,000 students in our district in this area, particularly uh, the Norterra area uh, up near Sonoran uh, uh, Preserve and that area up there, Dove Valley. Those are the fastest growing schools, K through 12, in all the Deer Valley Unified School District. We're privileged to have uh, the superintendent be a part of our church. We have a number of teachers within Deer Valley Unified School District, and it's a unified effort that we're trying to make as a church uh, with collaboration with these uh, teachers and with the, the superintendent to, to do this vision. Let's reach the North Valley for Jesus Christ. 
And so what we want to do is we have to hire a youth leader or a youth pastor um, sometime this summer. We've got a number of people that we're evaluating and kind of assessing right now. Uh, but we've got to expand that area, that ministry immediately. And that takes significant resources and funding. And by God's grace, you guys have been generous. And so that we're able to do that. We're able to make a part-time hire as of June. So can we celebrate your generosity in that? Um, This is an important step, though, for for our students. Uh, Additionally, uh, our worship arts area, um, this is where there will be a a significant um, but a very important change that ultimately will be for all of our good. We've had an incredible worship arts team. They've come in. Many of these guys are professional musicians, and they serve a number of churches throughout the valley. We have volunteers, and we have paid positions on our worship arts team. In order for us to move forward, though, what we need for you is for anybody with a musical gift, whether it be drums, guitar, singing, uh, keyboard in particular, or any of those things, um, our team currently now is going to help us transition through the, to about August 1st to raise up a whole new crop of volunteers that would help serve on the worship team. Um, and that's really important. So if you have any of those musical skills, um, uh, we're having, starting in June, starting our auditions, uh, June, uh, the beginning of June on Thursday nights, I want to encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, We'll be doing that every uh, Thursday night, starting in June from here forward. As well, we've made partnerships with uh, um, different music schools and youth bands through Anthem. There's a large musical population in the North Valley that we're working with, and you're going to see a bunch of brand new music and musicians. Our style will stay the same, but the faces will change at some level. And so what I'm asking for you to do in this build-up phase is that we move forward and have more participation from you guys as a congregation on our worship uh, team. And our current worship team is absolutely committed, understanding, and we're in complete alignment that this is a necessary shift. Part of that had to happen because we knew that we needed to hire a student ministries leader, and we can't do everything all at once. So we're asking for you to be involved. Some of you may play the kazoo, and you may want to just play the kazoo, but we have a place for you with the kazoo. Maybe it's right out on the corner of the, uh, in between services, just humming people along to get to the kids' building. Uh, no, but I want to encourage you as, seriously to, to be involved with that. Uh, additionally, we're establishing and, and expanding a women's ministry. Um, we've, we've done that in the past, and we're doing that in the future. Beth Marker is going to be a part of that. She's leading up the charge along with a gal by the name of Michelle Belusic, and they're starting a women's ministry program uh, this Thursday. And so I want to encourage you ladies to all be a part of that. We need, we need to fuel that and expand that. That's a very important ministry. Additionally, we have a campus operations uh, team that's in place. Uh, when Jonathan has decided uh, to move forward in faith and go down to Dallas Seminary, we evaluated all the job positions, all the things, the responsibilities that he was doing. And what we realized is he's doing about the work of five people. And we got to distribute that. And so we created a campus operations team. We've got um, um, a gentleman by the name of Ray, Todd, and Steve that are all taking over that campus operations to help ensure that our campus is safe, secure, clean, and uh, a well-organized campus. 
Guys, we don't have money for everything. This church is not just uh, like a trust fund baby church. Like we don't, we operate on, on shoestring budgets to do what we can do. We are an incredible church. What took most churches 10 years, we've accomplished in about three years when we set out to acquire this property, renovate it. Those gentlemen will be doing that. So if you are able um, and you wanna serve um, as a family, man, men, women, and children, to help with the campus operations. I want to encourage you to take that Connect card, fill it out, and say, hey, I'd love to help out at some level and turn it in at the Connections corner over there after service. We need your help. Um, lastly, on, on this note, uh, is that the, the next step for vision alignment is just the participation of Growth Track. Um, this is how you can move forward as a, as a family in our church to really anchor down to make North Valley your official church home. It's becoming a member. And so Leslie and I offer a class, class 101. It's part of the growth track and it helps you to grow. And so Leslie and I will do that at the first of Sunday of every month, um, most old year. And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't done that, let's do that. We need a much higher percentage of our church that don't simply attend the church, but are official members of the church and moving forward. It will help strengthen you, encourage you, connect you to other people in our church, expose and give you the opportunities to see the ministries and the missions, all of that. So I want to encourage you to be a part of that. Fourthly, I want to encourage us for vision alignment is that we need to understand that all of our facilities, every building we've got, uh, it's really a gift from God and we need to have a flexible facility in campus usage. Um, we don't have a youth building. We don't have, we took a bar over there at North Valley Kids Room. We transformed a bar room and made it a Sunday school classroom, okay? Um, we had to make lots of different renovational changes and whatnot. This building right here, um, we've called it the chapel and it makes sense to call it a chapel if you're gonna have a lot of weddings and we will and we have. But I need you to think about this building as more of a community room than some sacred temple. The Bible says is that the temple is within us, that the Holy Spirit resides within us, and that we ourselves, God's temple, wherever God's people go, that's where God's temple is today. So therefore, what we need to do is understand all of our buildings, we need to hold them flexible and to use them for whatever purpose might bring God glory and the good for the church. So on Sundays after church, this becomes a youth building. And so the building will be used for youth today after the services. Um, we've got ping pong tables out there. We've got a, a, a table tennis. Those kind of things could get damaged through the summer heat. So we may have to bring those in. Some of you who may have an incorrect theology and think, oh, we're desecrating the temple. No, that's not the temple. The building's not the temple. You and me are the temple of God. And so therefore, see this building as a gift. It's a tool. It's not a temple. Amen? Okay. Additionally, I want to encourage you to just rehearse the story and see what God's done and let's celebrate that. So I want to show you kind of the vision video of what God's done since the spring of 2010. This was the video that we actually used to promote the acquisition of this property, the strategic initiative to raise the resources to acquire the, this property to renovate it. And so you'll get to see what we started in 2015 as the initial messaging to help communicate to our small little church at the time um, um, about how God could use us to move forward and establish this uh, campus. So check this out.
In the summer of 2010, with the love and support of my beautiful wife, Leslie, we packed up the U-Haul and our two kiddos, Sam and Riley, our dog, and everything we owned, and we set out for Phoenix, Arizona. When we arrived, we didn't know a single soul. What we did know was that God had called us to plant a church. We recruited 10 of our closest friends and family to join us. We immediately started reaching out to our neighbors, building friendships, leading Bible studies, and doing whatever we could to share and show the love of Jesus Christ. Our church family rolled up their sleeves and went to work, impacting the community, the state, and our world with the love of Jesus Christ. In the community, we partnered with the public school system with our focus on Title I schools. We helped launch an anti-bullying campaign. We held food drives, which fed over 2,000. We started a Young Life ministry. In the state, we partnered with 20 churches, former Governor Jan Brewer and local police department to address the foster care crisis in Arizona. Leslie and I even adopted our little daughter, Maya, right here from the Valley as well. Globally, we are partnering with other strategic partners to reach our world for Christ. Last year, we sent our first mission team to Guatemala to visit families to deliver fresh water in remote villages. We've helped start four different churches in just the last two years. God has used our church powerfully to show and share the love of Jesus Christ. Something's happening in our church. It's much bigger than the 10 friends I invited to help start the church. In fact, it's much bigger than the 220 plus people that call North Valley home. It's about the 187,000 people that live within 15 minutes and don't yet have a church home. God is calling North Valley Community Church to reach our neighbors for Christ. We are a great commandment, great commission church. We are a hospital to the hurting. We are a light to this community. We are a training center for believers. God has miraculously provided an opportunity for us to secure nine acres of land with buildings that are in need of repair. This will be our permanent place of worship for our new growing church. It will be a permanent place of worship for all families, an opportunity to train up the next generation and the most strategic location to share and show the love of Christ in the North Valley. I believe God is calling our church to this land as an area of influence. Now is the time for the people of North Valley Community Church to respond with sacrificial, generous, and faithful giving. This is an extraordinary kind of opportunity that is an extraordinary ministry need for our valley. Together, we can do this. Together, we can reach the North Valley for Christ. God has given us an area of influence. It's the North Valley. Our time is now. We need to purchase this property. We need to renovate it and move in. There's already existing structures and facilities on site ready to be renovated. To start, we'll need to renovate our soon-to-be worship center and children's facility in phase one. This will provide for us the space and the freedom to open up a second service. We'll be able to host weddings to the public, baptisms, memorial services, and more. 
parents will be free to worship while their children are learning about Christ in the newly renovated future home of North Valley Kids. Classrooms will be designed to maximize learning. This area will be complete with junior high and high school ministry spaces, classrooms, playgrounds, and more. This new location will be our long-term home for North Valley Community Church. There'll be plenty of room to expand our area of influence for Christ. Will you join Leslie and I in making the largest one-time gift that's above and beyond your regular tithes and offerings? Join us to make a three-year commitment to help build North Valley Community Church. May God expand our area of influence for His name and fame. Till His kingdom come, may His will be done on earth as it is. Well, by God's grace, we did everything we set out to do and even more. It's been an incredible journey. You know, in the video I shared that we helped start four different churches at that time. Today, we've helped start 18 different churches. Um, our next church that we're helping establish is in Desert Ridge, and we hope to help establish that church. It's a church called Mission Grove uh, that will be uh, a, a Pastor John is a, is a young man within our network that we're going to help uh, get him planted in Desert Ridge area early 2019. Um, since that time as well, there was uh, about that time, there was about 200 and something people that called North Valley home. Today, there's more than 500 plus people that call it North Valley home. Additionally, since that time, we've given over $55,000 away towards outreach and missions to help fuel the vision of what God's called us to do at North Valley. Specifically, though, there are some challenges for our campus, and so if you've got a brochure, I'm going to uh, walk you through uh, this strategic initiative that we launched. So if you would grab this and open it up for a moment, we'll look through this. What you're looking at is about a 15-acre uh, campus. Um, as you look at this, uh, this picture, um, what's highlighted in the green is a, a nine-acre section in which we have purchased and paid for, and we have renovated. We have got our certificate of occupancies on the facility we sit in, the kids area, and we've done a great deal of work. Phase one still needs a little bit of work, but we've done a ton of the work already. And by God's grace, we are operational. We have got on site faster than we thought we were going to. Uh, what took most churches, uh, would take most churches about 10, it took us about three. And it was a bit, a bit of an extraordinary experience for churches in the valley to be able to do what we've done. Um, uh, phase two and phase three, you can see in, in those areas, uh, uh, that, that would have been, that, that was, uh, we were thinking outdoor chapel, youth lawn, waterfall, baptistry, youth restrooms, 9-11 Memorial Cross. That's that cross that we've got out here. We were thinking that we would put that on the frontage of I-17, 91,000 people drive by every day a symbol of faith, hope, and love to the community at large. Um, that, that area right now is, um, uh, we do not, we have not paid for that property. We hope that we could purchase that property if we had the funds. We just don't have the funds to do that. Um, at this point in time, God can do a miracle. God can work. And so as a pastor who cares tremendously about our church and our campus and fulfilling the vision, I want to update you on some land developments. Um, right now, there's a proposal for a storage company to open up and to purchase that property and pay for that property very, very soon. 
So that would be a storage facility, um, or self-storage uh, facility would go into work right there. Additionally, on phase three, what we saw is Hope Fields and a, a recreational arm to reach the younger generation for Christ and to help raise awareness about the foster care crisis. Um, that right there is also uh, being proposed uh, to the seller to uh, operate an additional storage facility which would have boats and RVs on it. My job as a pastor to ensure that we just move forward as a church to accomplish the vision and the purpose of why we're here and what we're doing, and I'm here to tell you, I don't think that's a good idea for us to let that property go. I don't know how we could acquire these properties or do this, but I do know this, and I think you all would agree with this. If boats and RVs came on to that location where we thought Hope Fields would be, uh, that would negatively impact our current ministry operations. Let me say that again. Imagine boats and RVs every single Sunday morning getting their, their boats and their RVs out to go up to Prescott, Flagstaff, or Lake Pleasant on Sunday morning. That would be a challenge significantly. Additionally, the self-storage unit, um, that was going to be an opportunity for us if we could have, uh, that we could expand this room and be able to build a new worship facility or a youth building or something. If self-storage comes in there, that will limit our growth. So two things are at stake is if these storage facilities come into our, our, uh, this campus is that it will negatively impact our Sunday morning operations. And then secondly, it'll limit the future growth of the church. So what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to pray. That's all I'm asking you to do. Um, I don't want you as a church member or a tender who loves this church to not have the opportunity to petition the high king of heaven and ask him for, to provide extraordinary resources for this church. I was envisioning what would happen is if I didn't tell you what was at stake here, I could imagine I would live with the rest of my life with regret saying, I, we could have there could have been a what if. What if God did miraculously provide for this church to preserve that campus and fuel the future uh, opportunities for this church? So here's what I'm asking you to do, again, is just to pray. Um, I'm asking you to be involved if you've got a heart to help. Um, this would take substantial capital to do this. Um, this would take substantial resources uh, you may want to be involved. We have a finance team. We have a campus development team. You may want to get involved at this point and say, I want to help be an advocate to see how we can move forward and at least secure those properties at some level. So on a biblical note, I want to encourage you in this is that remember that God can do anything. The Bible says this, the Apostle Paul said, and to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. The Apostle Paul had in mind not just the church that was at Ephesus, but the churches that would be going on from generation to generation to generation. And the Bible says is that God's glory is in the church. One of our greatest uh, opportunities, God's redemptive plan for human history is to use the church in each generation and in each different location throughout all the world to help make disciples in all nations. And I do believe that God has established North Valley in the beginning days, but now we are moving out of the startup phase and into the buildup phase. And it's going to take 
an army of believers to say, let's work together. Let's see how God could work. And I'm asking you to pray this kind of prayer. God, you can do anything. You are far, you can do far more than we ask, far more than we could think according to the power at work within us. The church is the most powerful organization in the world. Nothing will defeat the church. The church is God's covenant community for all generations to share and show the love of Jesus Christ. And we are a part of that church. And North Valley, I believe, has a tremendous opportunity. I don't want the storage companies to come in and develop those properties. But at the end of the day, we're going to ask God to do what only God can do in our church. And so I'm asking you to join me in prayer on that. Secondly, I want to remind you that God assigns churches areas to influence. The Apostle Paul shared this with the church in Corinth. And he tried to tell them that they, there's an area of influence that they have and it can serve as a missionary sending base to the rest of the world. He says, but our hope is that as your faith increases, the, the Christians there in Corinth, as their faith grows, that the area of influence that the Apostle Paul had among you may be greatly enlarged so that we may preach the gospel in lands beyond you. What you don't understand, and I don't fully either, is the magnitude of the impact that this church can have in this generation for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. And so what we do know is that God has established us in this key area, in this key time for North Valley. We know that we are in a growing community. Uh, right next door to us, there will be uh, starting, it's already started. They're developing 120 homes that are in just walking distance. I could walk right over there to the restrooms and throw a rock at 120 homes that are being developed. Right now, the grounds are being cleared. 120 self, uh, 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 high-end luxury apartment homes are being established uh, right now. So by next fall, we'll see a brand new crop of people that will be a part of North Valley. There'll be new neighborhood groups in that community, um, new families moving in. On average, in our area, there's 400 new move-ins per, uh, throughout the year. During the month of June and July in our area, it spikes to 700 to 800. God's working in our area, and we have an opportunity uh, to use this church as God intends to impact this community and this generation. What I want to encourage you to realize as well is that we can be great as a church. We can, and any church can be great. If they commit themselves to the great commandments and the great commission, Jesus said this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. You and I can do that. We can help gather people to worship Jesus with their whole lives. That's what makes our church great is when you go out and you reach out to a friend, a family member, a neighbor, and help share and show the love of Jesus Christ with them. The Bible says, and second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We must never lose sight of reaching our neighbors for Christ, to sharing and showing the love of Christ. Specifically, uh, we had somebody... Um, reach out to me recently and say, hey, we love how you reach out to your community and you serve your community. We've got an air conditioning company and what we'd like to do is donate. We have three different units that are used, but we wanna help you love your, our neighbors well. So when somebody in your church or in your community or a friend or a family member 
of your church air conditioner goes out this summer and maybe they don't have the money to do it, we will not only donate the air conditioner, but we will install the air conditioner for them just to help what God's doing at North Valley. Guys, we live in a time where we need to not only share the love of Jesus Christ, but we must show the love of Jesus Christ. We must commit to the great commandments to love our neighbors with the gospel of Christ. Great churches as well commit to the great commission. Um, Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe uh, all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. We're moving forward this year uh, and making plans. We have an entire uh, ministry partnership with an organization called Next Generation Mission. And they raise up a youth generation in music and take music and impact the world for Christ. Uh, the organization that we're working with is uh, located predominantly in the Carefree uh, area and Anthem. And they're training up entire youth generations mixed with adults and playing music as a form of missions. And they've been doing this over the last 20-something years. We're starting to network with a musical community in the North Valley. And we're going to start immediately in the fall using our facility for these youth bands to be practicing in our campus um, to, to their skills and their abilities. And we're expanding our worship team as a form and an arm for missions, youth and adults. Our first mission trip will be to Jamaica. Uh, coming up, and I've got the information over there at our uh, connection corner I'd share with you. And as well, we're going to continue on with church planting as we've always done. Our, our next church plant will be in Desert Ridge, uh, early 2019. Uh, I'll show you a picture of a, a Pastor John and his family. Um, we're working with them right now, and uh, Desert Ridge has been called a, a church planting graveyard over the last 20 plus years. Um, Pastor John's already got about 25 to 30 uh, committed adults, and he's got a number of people, total people, maybe 75 folks, and they're going to plant a church, and we're going to help. We're going to resource them. We're going to coach. We're going to encourage. So we can't let up on the great commandments and the great commission. But in light of all that, I know there's change and there's transition, and so I've asked my wife to come up today and to share with you some encouragement and some tips for just transitioning to this next phase of ministry. So would you guys welcome up my wife, Leslie? Hi. Well, there's a lot going on, a lot of changes in the church, and maybe changes in your own personal life as well. And, you know, change isn't always bad. Change can be good, but it's hard. It's not, it's not easy. So I just want to share three tips for navigating change. Um, first, I'd just say stay tight. Stay tight. We need each other. We need friends. We need community. We can't do life alone. Um, stay tight in your marriage. For Ryan and I, we're trying to stay tight through all this change. And so we work hard at getting time together on a daily basis to talk and to pray and to process everything that's going on. Stay tight in your friendships. Um, look for opportunities to grow your friendships. I recently joined Mountainside when I started realizing there's a group of women from North Valley that work out there. So I uh, joined so I can tighten up some of those friendships. Um, stay tight with your neighborhood group. Maybe you're not in a neighborhood group and you need to join one. 
but don't withdraw. Sometimes when we go through change, it's easy to want to withdraw. So make sure you attend your neighborhood group and stay tight there. Um, the women's Bible study is starting up May 24th. Maybe jump into women's Bible study. But definitely pray. Pray for the church. Pray for us. Pray for Ryan. Pray for me. I need prayer. Um, yeah, just pray for everything. Help the church stay tight through praying. Also, stay in tune. If you're in tune, you're connected. You know what's going on in the church. And um, if, you're, if you don't know what's going on, it can create confusion. Um, so being here on a Sunday morning is one way to stay in tune and know what's going on. The North Valley News is a weekly email that goes out. Read the news, North Valley News, and stay in tune. We're trying to plan a lot of fun activities this summer for the junior high and high school, so stay in tune and you can get your kids out of the house. Um, but also stay in tune with the Lord. Be connected with the Lord. Spend time with Him. Be in prayer. Read the Word. Um, and the Holy Spirit is our helper, and He wants to help unify the church and keep us together and keep us in tune. And finally, I would say stick together. We got to stick together. As Ryan shared, the first season of ministry at North Valley was the startup phase, and we're now in the build-up phase. And we need, it takes a team to build the church, and we have to stick together in this time. Uh, when you come to the Seaborn celebration tonight, you'll see a testimony of how much fun it is working and serving together and building up the church. Um, also, being a witness is how we can stick together. Share your faith. Share what the Lord's doing in your life and what's happening through the church. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of change going on, and it's not easy, but it can be good, and we need each other to make it through this time. Amen. Can we thank, thank her for doing that? Thank you, sweetie. All right, let me, let me pray. Uh, Lord, thank you for today and just the opportunity, and uh, Lord, as a worship team comes up and we continue to worship, might we just remember the importance of just, uh, just praying together, Lord, for what you have next in this ministry season for us as a church. We're thankful for what you've done in the past, and in faith we look forward to the future, and that this is the beginning of a new season, and we walk forward as a church unified together um, for not only our good, but for ultimately all for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Well, we're going to continue on in our time of worship through communion, and uh, before we do that, though, I just want to encourage you to... Um, pray for the next hundred days. If you've got a cell phone, maybe you could pull it out and every day set it for a repeat on 12 o'clock. And every day at 12 o'clock, you just have a little reminder to encourage you to pray uh, for God's work uh, at North Valley and what he would like to do through our church. And so pray, that'll take us through the month of August and let's be expectant and pray for God to, to our faith to increase as a church and see what he might accomplish in and through our church over the next hundred days. I promise as a pastor, lead pastor at North Valley, to keep you updated through our Sunday morning services and the North Valley News as to what's going on and how God's working through our church. So communion's going to come around now, and the, the worship team's going to continue to lead us in worship. And it's a great opportunity for us as believers to remember what Christ has done and uh, that we have a Savior who loves us and cares for us, and, and He died for the church so you and I don't have to. 
and so he died in our place so that to preserve his covenant commitment to the church. And so this morning, if you're not comfortable taking communion for any reason, you can just let the elements pass and uh, enjoy the time of just worship together. Thank you for listening. To become a supporter of North Valley Community Church, give online today at northvalleychurch.org.